0: Hi, hey, I've hey, like a day now. It's me, Alan Smith. We'll be a popular today's prison journal on Thursday, January 19th. So, front page of paper today is um, Towns land livelling up cash as city bid is snubbed. So ambitious plans to create a new cultural quarter in Peterhead and a revamp of MacDuff Aquarium last night received a £20 million funding boost for the UK government, but Aberdeen was snubbed again. The huge sum for the Northeast tunes was among ten projects in Scotland to be awarded the leveling up cash. However, Aberdeen City Council's plea for 20 million to go towards the beach regeneration was rejected. It comes as days after the Northeast failed in its bid to become a green free port. Uh, which we can uh, reveal a day, was only ranked fourth with the five contenders as winning consortiums with the fourth and first were deemed to be better um, uh, plans. Um, so, while Aberdeen Council leader Mark van Luter hailed the fund funding as brilliant for the North East, his counterparts in Granite City were left shocked by the latest rejection. Aberdeen City Council co-leader Alex Nicholls said, we have a real vision to transform the beach, and the UK government has again snubbed Aberdeen. Uh, Scottish Secretary Alistair Jack yesterday wrote directly to our readers to reassure folk uh, that the UK government is right behind the northeast. Uh, but only 16 hours later, Westminster was accused of um, taking an anywhere-but-Aberdeen approach yet again. Well, um, never very good. I think some of them thought that money was as good as in a bag, but, um, you yeah. <clears throat> know... It's never quite uh, as easy as that and, um, you know, I'm sure Peter Heed and Mcduff folk are delighted to be getting some uh, money to level things up a bit uh, for, as far as they're concerned, but, uh, yeah, but they don't have to uh, date the hard way if they're going to regenerate a beach and do something with uh, dilapidated union statement. Anyway, that's what the uh, councillors get, to, well, I can't even say the big bucks, but that's what they get uh the fine cups of tea and fine pieces for, probably. Now, here is plans to revive Old Mill and site, rejected again by Koensler. So, uh, plans to bring the site at the historic Old Mill and at Mary back to life have been knocked back by Koenslers for a second time. A proposal was submitted to Aberdeenswirt council to turn the eyesore site on South Desire Road into a garden centre, restaurant and five houses. A flooding a Storm Frank in 2016 forced the hotel to close its doors for good and it was hit by fire in February 21. Sadly, the building was demolished just days later due to safety concerns. Uh, Mike French and business partners Victor and Audrey Sang lodged plans to redevelop the site in March last year. The trio who have owned the site for more than 30 years initially submitted the plan in 2021. They wanted to transform the 18th century mill building into a cafe while the C-listed antique shop was to be fully renovated but it was later refused by councillors, despite hopes the development would be a phoenix rising for the ashes. However, they refused to give up on the idea and submitted a second plan application just a few months later. Their amended proposal was considered by councillors in November, who so agreed to visit the site before making a of final decision. Um, planners had recommended the second proposal also be refused over concerns about flooding and overdevelopment. They also said the scale and design of the development were at odds, the surrounding woodland and believed the proposal would have a negative effect on the character of the al the application also split opinion among locals as 76 residents wrote to the council supporting the plan while well, 86 were opposed to it uh, members of the kincardian man's area committee met yesterday to decide the fate of the al site uh, north kincardian councillor catherine victor backed the new development she said if we didn't allow this they're taking ahead we will lose the historic building that is already there because it's deteriorating at an alarming rate. Um, however, after gone to a vote, the refusal was carried, so, well, God knows what they'll do then. They'll have to um, come up with another kind of plan to get something here, but it is on a hell of an eye, so if you're uh, going that road, and, um, you know, surely something will be better than nothing in there. Uh, um, yeah. There could be, um, some kind of flood prevention built in, you would think, surely, for, uh, for, for that kind of bit of it. Well, well, I'll we'll have to go back to the board that folk at, uh, in the site and see if they can come up with something, but I would have thought that like, a garden centre and a cafe, and there would have been um, ideal, to be honest with you. But Well, I didn't have the final say, so I'll have to go uh, back and try the council again and I'll have to try and maybe sway some of that 86 folk it voted no to, you know, vote aye. Now, here is the swimmers left in the call as the pools struggle to reduce bells. So, the cost living crisis has landed some Aberdeen pools in headwater over their pool temperatures. Parents in Aberdeen have noticed and uh, shooters and blue lips as their kids finish swimming lessons and are complaining that water temperatures at pools in Northfield and Aberdeen Sports Village are too low for safety and comfort. A spokeswife for the uh, um, the in Sports Village said they, they have in fact lowered the temperatures in bathed 50 metre and 25 metre pools by 0.5 degrees centigrade this year. Does it seem too bad? The move puts um, the sports village pools at 27.5 and 29 degrees respectively and is meant to cut rising energy costs that are threatening services at pools and leisure centres across the UK. Recommendations for pool temperatures vary based on purpose and the age of swimmers. May standards call for 27 to 28 for training and competition pools and 29 for uh, pools that's used for lessons and recreation. Uh, but parents have concerns about the drop in temperature. They say their kids have noticed a difference and are shivering at the end of swimming lessons. Um, uh, Sports Village Pool Management alerted members about the temperature change last year. Uh, they said it's uh, one of the ways that they're hoping to offset rising energy costs the new temperatures are still within recommended guidelines, so well there we go, um, certainly I can't say that I'm a great fan of swimming, but uh, you know, I certainly wouldn't like to be swimming in cow water do I? But, um, I mean they kind of hate bailing just for uh, you know, sake of 20 kids, they'll just, just swim a bit faster I would say and um, then I gave some couple breaks, just get them up and down or back and forth and um, swim like Billy O, you'll see them get the heat up um, they're just saying uh, pools up and down the country, energy costs at UK swimming pools and leisure centres are said to have risen from £500 million in 2019 to £1.2 billion last year, so I it's my wee energy rise into perspective no, but um, that's a heck of a, heck of a rise that is, so you know, if they can save a pound or two by making the water a fraction cooler, you think they're try, try it and see how they go like I say, kids will just say swim a bit faster. Now, here's an out of school club criticised in report. So, an Aberdeenshire out of school club received a scathing report for inspectors. Hellside Breakfast and Out of School Club at Hellside School in Portlethen was graded weak in three out of four categories. The Care Inspectorate report was published after inspectors visited in November. Among the observations in the report, inspectors said staff were unable to administer life-saving medication and kids were now kept safe as staff were unaware of the number of children attending which risked children leaving the building unsupervised. It was noted staff were caring and had positive relationships with the children and parents. A spokesman for Flexible Child Care Services Scotland, which runs the club, said it was disappointed with the report but added almost all of the care inspector its concerns have now been addressed he said finding a new manager had been a challenge eh, but was confident the role would be filled soon so oh, I don't know what happened to the old manager, but um, the rest of the report was just one thing too far but um, yeah well uh, hopefully they get that sorted of out to the kids will be um, uh, safe and, and well looked after but um, yeah I think that would surely be a main thing is to you know care for my kids there in the first place because uh, you know, it could be a wild day and anything. You have no idea if they're missing or not. So, mm, well, yeah. there's heaps of kids roaming about Portland, and nobody cares for that. Now, here is Island buzz in run up to Up return. So, Shetland's most famous fire festival will return to Lerwick for the first time in 12 years this month. Up Helya has never been held since 2020 due to pandemic. Despite the cancellations, the Viking heritage of Islanders continued to burn strong. It also means preparations for the biggest event in Shetland social calendar have been going on for years. On um, Tuesday, January 31st, the squad will uh, march through the streets of Leric with a galley and perform a song before going to care homes and schools. In the evening, they will lead a torchlight procession of almost a thousand. Uh, geysers are for the ceremonial burning of the boat. Uh, spectators for our world descend on Shetland for the spectacle. Um, so, um, it just says, that it appears many folk and businesses are getting into spirited events with Shetland Library handing out make-your-own-galley kits and local producers showcasing their food and drink at the upcoming up market um market. Somebody says, there's definitely a buzz just new across every level, the businesses, the participants, everybody... There's a feel good buzz about the festival. We're looking forward to ret- returning, I'll bet. That and um I've never, well, in fact, I've never even been to Shetland, but I've so I haven't been to um, up uphill yeah, But uh, it's obviously a hell of a job to get someone to buy it for this that folk going up to see this thing. But um, I can't did buy there and they said it's just a you know, tremendous thing and um a good buckle, of days drinking. So they're uh. Certainly can out to have a good time up here, I think and it's, uh, you know, fingers crossed that it goes spectacularly uh, well for them because uh, a lot of work gets into so Op so helia, that's what you say And maybe it's, uh, you say Op helia abdi Now, can not put it off any longer <laughs> to finish up with sport today So the back page of the paper today is a humiliating, pathetic unacceptable, says Goodwin. So, under pressure, boss Jim Goodwin says he was embarrassed by the five-nil loss at Hertz, and it was a humiliating, pathetic, and unacceptable. However, the defiant Don's boss says he still believes in the Aberdeen squad he has built. The Reds were blown away at Tyne Castle, and an embarrassing loss that turns up the heat on the Reds Guffer. Um, it's the first time the Don's have lost five straight-away league fixtures since 2010, and they've just uh, won a uh, one in eight fixtures in all competitions since the winter break. So that flipping stupid World Cup. They were going good guns before that. But um, it's obviously just a, been a disaster since come back. So he's got his work cut out. But, um, you know, everybody was raving about him before, me included, saying he was a, a man to turn it around. So um, you know, I have to believe he still is. And, uh, you know, the board has backed him by spending a hell of a lot of money. So uh his job to make uh, the players that he's bought uh, fit together and, and get back to winning wise and uh you know for the very thing is I've seen Aberdeen and when they've been you know at their greatest triumphs in the eighties and um at their lowest lows, you know, a couple of years later when they were fighting relegation and uh, involved in playoffs and nothing. So um we've seen worse than this but uh, we definitely went to see better as we would say. So come on Aberdeen. Now, that's what done for the now, so we've got a stories out of the day's press and Journal on Thursday 19th of January 2023. And if it has been another perishing day up in Aberdeenshire, um, you know, absolutely Baltic outside of the day. I mean, it looked uh, bright enough when you were inside, but when you got out, it was just absolutely uh, freezing. So, but uh, saying that, we've been looking enough, we I had a bit of snow yet, so a lot of places around the world have had like a bit of snow, but I think so far here I think we're going to miss it out so that's good um, anyway thank you very much for listening to this podcast and um, you know if you think of anybody if, uh, you might uh, you think might like to listen to it it uh, again please let them kind of put it where they can find it and um, you know mainly telling them that there's honours uh, and of all episodes and that if, uh, if that's their thing they can listen to them and uh, you know keep them amused or uh, maybe that's too strong a word but if they're uh, suffer from insomnia you Know, start listening to a couple of the episodes and uh, hey presto, before you came for your sound asleep. So, uh, if you can do that, to be great. In the meantime, thanks very much. Cheers now. Doodle